Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Whole squad ready? We came here to see Jeff. What you got? No, no, no. Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is the fifth episode entitled Truth, written by Delon Musan, directed once again by Carrie Scoglin, premiered, uh, what is this, April 16th of 2021, and I gave this one an 8.1 out of 10. It took a little step back from last week's episode or previous episode, considering it hasn't been a week. We all know it's already wrapped up by the time I will be hitting the conclusion, which should be on Sunday, I believe. However, I felt this episode rather, I don't know, slow. The pacing was a little off. There are moments I just wanted to slap Carly. (laughs) And I'm trying to reassess now, knowing what I know from last episode's feedback revelation that steve had left the shield for sam to be captain america and i do have to remember because at first i was like damn that's really awfully quick to leave to your friend you met yesterday but i only saw one movie so that's the only context i have they were on the run for two years so there's that um apparently there was a decision between him and bucky so i was wrong about all of the things and it kind of changes my trajectory of how i view that first episode and so we get to this one and i'm a little still in the overflow of those feelings because there were some lines and i was like well is it not sam's fault because it feels like it's Sam's fault. <laughs> um, that's just me being like, bruh, you didn't want the job. Why the fuck did you need to give it to a museum? <laughs> why, why after what you went through with the government, would you ever hand anything over to the government? Um, we'll talk about some other problematic things as we go through the recap. We start this week uh, after that huge, huge explosive ending of last episode with Walker running into an abandoned warehouse, still reeling from his uh, murder and the loss of Lamar, who, whatever we want to say, apparently was a friend. They had a long history, long relationship. It was a lot, you know, seeing Red these people decided to kill and yeah i had some issues last episode as well when i thought about it a little bit more about carly and her whole plan to set up to kill him in the first place you know um (laughs) uh, i i i I hate to say i told you so but i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened i told y'all about that escalation man she went and turned stuff up to like 25 real fucking quick and i'm still not over the fact that she didn't jump in for her friends i'm on nico that's on you you could engage that man you got super serum and this started because you decided you wanted to end his life so finish the job don't let your friend 
take the beating that you know your ass is the one to deserve but um you see in a flashback that lamar had warned him to slow his roll like i know this means a lot to you but do we need to really take down this there's a lot more other criminals in the world it feels like two other people got this handle let's go work on some other stuff but no um and why is it always the wise black friend that becomes the mantle for the caucasian man's pain it's so cliche james and sam show up and they try to talk to him like look you made a mistake you have a good uh record you know he's like uh they killed his friend but we all knew this was gonna turn into a fight because it's been brewing between them since they met because they've made it abundantly clear that they do not respect him as a man for the shield that he didn't even come close he's like we could have worked together it's like no we really couldn't have because you didn't really want to work together you wanted to take all the glory while everyone else did all the work and i already mentioned how that doesn't add up with the person that they're trying to even sell even sam's like yeah i know that you're have an exemplary career i know that you know this wasn't like this was your fault but you made a mistake right and it was mitigating circumstances but you got to give up the shield and he's like oh no you wanted this shit all along which is facts in his mind nico was the guy that killed lamar even though we all know it was carly but still probably in his mind they're all responsible they're just as equally responsible it didn't matter who was the one who wielded the the drop kick to him the brute uh the fight was pretty brutal but they got the job done despite him breaking sam's wings they did break his arm in return his own little chicken wing and then they take the shield and then james gives the shield back to sam basically saying you should have never fucking gave that shield away (laughs) he was doing a lot of apologizing at the end of this episode but i was feeling as if maybe he didn't need to not completely he said the same thing he had his own issues but he could have explained them so he could have given that shield given he could have given that shield back to wakanda is what he should have done if he was gonna retire it that's where it should have been retired back to its natural home and there's no reason why you didn't or couldn't get that shit onto where it really rightfully is the ownership i don't know why <laughs> that wasn't in your thought process that's all carly has went underground and this whole she's really good at this is something i genuinely do not believe it's something the show has not pushed she's gave a few little lectures but for the most part they're not really making me buy into the fact that she's this you know warrior frontline revolution uh, i already gave my opinion on the word of what they're trying to give her her hype don't live up to it because every time she's in the scene further and further she's just turning more into like she's clearly and the people around her don't seem to say much about the fact that she's turning completely against what this was supposed to be about uh torres tells them that the government has now taken jurisdiction seeing as you know 
they're captain america just murdered someone in broad daylight they're gonna be stepping in for sam and bucky who silently hasn't said much except judge the shit out of sam you done messed up a.a ron he's leaving to handle the zemo situation while sam sucks that carly is gonna regroup Torres keeps asking about how the wings got destroyed and he does not want to say because <laughs> why does it not address that that Walker took the serum I felt as if that being the case the government would have probably tried to imprison him to make sure that they could experiment on him later on so that did not make sense to me that the him taking the serum was not brought up at any point in time during this whole entire court martial or any point afterwards not even having someone from the council follow him around because if this is what they did to isaiah i'm sure while yes we'll pick the black guinea pigs they weren't like oh we're not going to use the white one that we have that conveniently has the thing we've been trying to figure out all this time that does not make a whole lot of sense torres also says ain't nothing to do until there's something to do Back in Washington, wife by his side, John Walker is booed as he walks into Congress and is given an other than honorable discharge and stripped of any Captain America privileges, including the title. He wants to explain himself, though I don't know what mitigating circumstances can explain that you lost your shit and murdered someone except that your thought process is so warped at this point because you haven't dealt with some things in your closet that come from way before you picked up the mantle of being a captain america and that was your redemption card and now that that's taken away from him he really is spiraling psychologically and he says i have only ever followed your mandates i kind of felt that um that i've only been what you've trained me to be what you've wanted me to be that's what i've tried to live up to you built me there's something to be said about that i think i was trying to go into that last episode but i was too tired to really give a whole lot of thought to but it is a kind of dissonance where someone is told to do something that is wrong but they're doing it for their country and they're doing it uh or they're told and given medals that this is an honorable thing even though in your gut you don't feel that way it still haunts you not to mention you lost a lot of people because of it brothers that you knew so then you have this chance to be captain america and you figure okay now i can truly do something that's right except it's too late because you haven't dealt with that other stuff so now that's just you know the pressure of making split decisions in battle and a continuous pressure of being a mantle being something that is not even truly (laughs) you know yourself you know it's a difference too of what's done in the dark and what is in the light that matters to the government yeah you, you can consider you an honorable man we can cover up all that shit you did that was wrong to be honorable but in this case he doesn't understand why is it not the same i did a terrible thing but my my friend died and these were terrorists so i don't understand why am i being uh stripped of my title i did the right thing i avenged my friend 
uh but unfortunately that's not a what you didn't really avenge your friend which you did you did but you didn't because he held him back i'm not sure if nico had the super serum or not it did not feel as if he did the way in which he was running away (laughs) so i'm not sure how he was able to even hold him back but that's neither here nor there so i will say i was with that countess uh countess 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 (laughs) valchick where she said you know they didn't give a shit about that man's life because they really didn't it was about their image and you made them look bad and that's one thing they hate more than anything else um and i am talking about america another carly scene where i wasn't sure why she's like oh they rounded up all the people like i can't believe this is and why is no one having guards posted at these old gc why would you not like she wouldn't come back to the old stomping ground just because all the people were gone some of this did not make a whole lot of sense and i'm sorry really red flag because it's her damn red hair there's just no way in hell she could just walk around with that red hair just she would have to cover it or something to not make herself very easily recognizable because once again she was annoying me this whole episode (laughs) like i can't believe they did this what did you expect was gonna happen you really thought he was gonna keep killing people and running around and blowing up buildings and they was gonna go you know we should just hear her out and so covia zemo escaped to visit the grave of his family where bucky finds him locked in thought loaded but not loaded he tells him the girl is uh too radicalized which i agree and that they need to kill her but james tells him we'll do it our way but thanks for the advice he says i did the honor of crossing my name off on your list in the little book he's ready to accept his death and that james would kill him um james makes peace with him choosing not to kill him instead to uh hand him over to the wakandans even said ladies (laughs) the ones seem to be startled like oh really you addressing us though it's best he wait il tells him 30 days before stamping that passport again since you know we kind of got into a physical altercation but zemo is going to spend the rest of his life in the raft and this feels appropriate he should be punished i stated as much then he asks for another favor from io back in baltimore we finally get the isaiah story when sam goes to visit about why he went to jail turns out he heard that they were going to kill everybody to destroy the evidence of their uh, experiment gone wrong because a lot of people died they thought they was getting tetanus shots this is a probably a harken back to you know a lot of times in american history where they have used disenfranchised or african communities to test certain types of diseases which is a terrible thing then again america also did lobotomies on their own children and and an asinine amount 
of numbers and thought that shit was real science so (laughs) it's not funny it's not but man fucking ignorance is so fucking prevailing sometimes uh so he decided to stop the pod's pow's from being murdered and so they sent him to prison for 30 years he showed sam photos of his his girl his wife they told her that she was dead then they just experimented on him for years to try to see why the serum worked on him so that they can find a way to get their poster child in the blonde hair and blue eyes i will say though as much as we want to push this nazism idea because it is some people's idea it goes a little bit one past it's not just a nazism idea nazism nazism yeah words but you know that that's been generations the whole blonde hair blue eyed we we all love to think that history doesn't repeat itself but history has history so it's not like that whole concept was was just brought up in 1945 you don't want to see what the britons were writing about (laughs) Uh, the ideal people um but let's also not pretend or be naive to the fact that proud boys don't look like nazi poster boys you know they don't that's not the only look of racism in united states of america so sticking to that kind of uh you know connects back to the movies more and not necessarily completely in um in current timelines so that is his story because sam wanted to understand he didn't want that bitter old man bullshit didn't want to <laughs> he's like is that the shield i don't want to see it i'm done with the stars and stripes and i get it after hearing this story it makes i mean i'm sure he had one that made legitimate sense but um the story definitely lines up with why he would be a little disenfranchised uh, or if not completely like saying i used to be like you i ain't no more he lost the love of his life and if it wasn't for a nurse that took pity on him and you know doctored up some paperwork to make it make them believe that he was dead he wouldn't be out right now he wouldn't even have those letters from her sam wants to do something about it going back to making him phone calls but isaiah says if anyone knew the truth i would get a bullet because ain't nobody want to hear that story he also says they will never allow a black uh, captain america and no res- self-respecting black man would represent the stars and stripes um while i felt it was true they have been erasing our history let's not act like many of us black folks look for it which is problematic um (laughs) i keep it a hundred percent y'all know this um and then once you get into our history let's not pretend once you get there you might be shocked by some things you see um which definitely goes into a lot of you want to have this conversation we can go into it's why it should really be taught in schools and i'm not talking about the african-american history class i'm talking about in american history i guess it's not really well it is in a little bit that you can branch out or just if that's not the case just make african-american history 
a mandate. You have to take it. Everyone must. It's not an elective. So to say that, you know, I, I wanted to address that one when he said because I was like, yeah, they do like to to erase our history, and they definitely keep it out of their history books. But it's not to say that we can't find it. We can't go looking for it. We can't teach each other and ourselves. It's what we should be doing. And then we need to start thinking about those stories that we be hearing because it all ain't just um, the colonial man. It's a part of it. It's about two thirds, but one third, guess what? He's involved too. When I say we, I mean the, the other tribes that didn't want us in the country. <laughs> okay, just look at the African history books, okay? Also, to say that nothing is different simply also is a bit because it's easy very easy especially now especially now right we finally get a guilty verdict and yet you know more and more people black men are being gunned down so it feels like you're in the same cycle over and over and over again and there's no change but it's a joke that Chris Rock said to be funny, but it actually makes sense. I'm sure the people in the 20s are looking at the people in the 60s going, y'all y'all got it good. <laughs> you know, the people from the 60s are looking at the people from the 80s and the 90s like, what you talking about? Um, Rodney King being beat? Like, ah, that was like, a, you know, that was PG according to, you know, history. So it's not to say that things aren't still problematic. There's not still things that we still have to overcome. There's not a divide clearly that still there's not a systematic problem in this country. But to say we're taking like things are not ever going to be different. Well, if that's the case, then things would never have been different, you know, um, that's respect to your ancestors that made things where i mean if things weren't different then we'd have the the one that shall not be named still in office right now if things weren't trying to get better and change don't come overnight it's not a it's not a quick thing it's not something that might not even come in in five years but i say 10 20 years yeah things can change there are more changes and there's always going to be a push against change but i won't say that there um that there isn't and our voices are definitely much louder not perfect by any means but it's not like we can go repopulate somewhere else and one thing we don't we always never mention about this country is how much we also built this country so we are technically you know old half (laughs) not more um at least of its wealth of its economic future because it was our ancestors blood sweat and tears that went into making that economic future what made america america so to completely abandon the idea um of this country redefining it 
making it into your image and i think that's kind of what um sam takes on in the end of he has to choose who he wants to be and he can only be who he wants to be and he wants to show that you can be better and while some may not see that in him he wants to try someone has to be that example to force the change um whether people like it or not back home sam hears the boat cannot be sold because it's too messed up and determines to fix it oh he called uh, sarah from baltimore to tell her he was coming home so that they can do so fix the boat he's gonna call in some favors because they always been feeding the neighborhood since neon was a pup bucky shows up with a new suit courtesy of the wakandans even though we don't know uh know what that looks like i'm guessing that's the big reveal for next episode then the two boys help fix the boat i did laugh when bucky saw sarah and was like hi then made a point to be like hi i'm bucky oh sexy girlfriend she said oh hey girl that was me Mm, 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 mm. i would have been on that like hot cakes you know she ain't had none in a minute too them two big ass boys she can't keep nobody up in the house <laughs> um but yeah i think it's pretty much canon if not this relationship the buggy gonna be he gonna be um balls deep in chocolate i don't know what y'all um putting out hope other women <laughs> we're claiming him he's ours okay sure you could fight it but we are we are definitely dipping him in the chocolate sauce and he ain't never gonna come out come on look how he even came to the wilson's he never want to leave uh why wouldn't walker's wife go with him to pay respects to the family i do not know um but he goes to see lamar's family who point out how honored lamar was to be his partner but how proud he was too of his friend being captain america he gets a hug from the mama but the was that the wife or the girlfriend i'm not sure but she looked like she was side-eyeing him or maybe it's the sister but he has completely rewritten events that it was nico and not carly that killed him it's like i would never let the person that killed your son get away and if you tell a story enough times it starts to become your reality becomes the truth especially when you can't confront your own actions at least they're doing a better job of nuancing the character again i wish this had been done more immediately sharon calls a job from bartok bartok to an angry finch nigerian it seems i'm not sure what this was about i don't know what's going on with sharon i just see a whole bunch of artwork all the time and i'm trying to figure out what she's doing to be relevant other than being the the person that what the fuck is so really this loud with music can y'all hear that oh my god just trash around here let me tell you a story though today this is the craziest thing i think i mean when you know you live in just i, I can't say hood hood because I know it could be a lot more um hood-ish however i definitely live in somewhat of a ghetto because this girl is 
screaming at her dude to give her her card and i'm guessing maybe her food stamp card maybe her credit card maybe her debit card i don't know but then he's in a jeep and he starts driving off and she's in the passenger side she holds on and she says give me her car give me my card and then he just drives with her and she's screaming and he's driving all the way down the street you see starts speeding up and i'm looking at these both people like y'all about to both go to jail for what what purpose was this then she starts screaming and i'm like lord (laughs) at the same time my power went out luckily it came back on because i was about to be so mad i only had like 30 percent on my phone i was like no but you only see crazy shit like that in the ghetto moving on bucky wakes to the kids playing with the shield his smile you talk dirty to me he goes back to helping sam with the boat except sarah shows up like i told you that the water pump was not the problem he was like yes samuel and he was like hi sarah (laughs) he ain't even trying sam's like stop flirting with my sister while practicing with the shield sam explains it's complicated him taking up the mantle of the shield and bucky acknowledges that both he and steve didn't think about the racial aspect of giving the shield or what it would mean for a black man also tells him that walker wasn't his fault which it wasn't all intents and purposes i know i'm giving him a hard time he could have done better with the shield but walker was not his fault they have a really crappy uh if he looks all right then he must be all right government um and then bucky admits that the shield is the closest thing he has to family and it being retired made him question everything including who he was supposed to be he admits that he's been having this book then he was all being struggling with it i was like don't you do it don't you make me get all puffy eyed for you sam tells him he can't allow other people to tell him who he is and i was like preach that he needs to be of service not avenge the people on his list and he's got to do the work okay but stop acting like taking people out of power also aren't making amends (laughs) so that these things don't happen in the future i felt that both can be beneficial they agreed to meet up and defeat Carly. Um, then we have brother and sister agreeing not to sell the boat just as they have made it all nice and they're about to paint over mom and dad's uh, names. He's happy to hear it, saying it's their history. And um, they talk about how he thinks she thought that he was always running away she says i never thought you was running away and that's you know you do your superhero shit don't let isaiah get all up in your head um and i thought that was a really great sentiment about you know this is our history we have to preserve it because we do have history we that we have made on these uh shores that can be preserved um traditions in our own families like a lot of immigrants that came to this country and all those other immigrants weren't um 
well, you know, it wasn't the same thing, but some came over for forced labor. Um, he says we got to keep fighting, and he says the pain and the suffering means nothing if we if you can't stand up and continue to fight. Then we have the Captain America training montage, a lot of sweat, gooey looking Anthony Mackie to get the the loins moist. And that's how we pretty much end the episode after um torres calls with the tip on what carly's doing and we see what carly's doing they were talking about the the pact and she's taking over the senate or whatever this thing is i'm so disinterested at her at this point it's gonna be she was acting like a 12 year old this episode (laughs) and then the fact that she was like yeah i'm gonna kill sam now like what the fuck did i do to you one minute you trying to recruit me and the next minute you calling on enemies be working with criminals you breaking all the rules and you don't even care you justified it so quickly um i think that's it for me so let's hear uh what our mailbag has to deliver What up, Stina? It's Lamia, since you've been calling me Lamia the last like four or five times. So I guess I'm Lamia now. That's fine. That's <laughs> the name I answer to. Um, I'm sending a feedback for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, episode five. So before I go into how I felt about the episode, I just want to say that that fight at the beginning was pissing me off. Like, I felt like Sam and Bucky should not have had that much trouble fighting Walker. Now, I understand that Walker had taken the serum and he was a super soldier, blah, blah, blah. But he also up against Bucky, who, might I add, is a super soldier as well, but who's been a fucking killing machine for 50 years. Like, granted, I know you don't kill now, whatever. But, fool, you have 50 years of whooping ass. How are you not winning? How are you letting this motherfucker beat you? I don't, like, Bucky should have been able to kick his ass real quick by himself. But then you add on the fact that Sam was there. That's two against one. And both of y'all motherfuckers were Avengers. He been Captain America for three days. I... I'm looking at this fight like, what the actual fuck is going on? How is this even possible? Why is this possible? Why is this happening? Why isn't Bucky kicking his ass? Like, it should not have been that close. And then for him, Sam, to have his uh, wings snapped off, like, how are y'all letting this motherfucker kick your ass like this? I just cannot comprehend. That shit pissed me off. I uh, was really mad. Um, I mean, yeah, granted they won, but it wasn't easy, and it should have been. Um, I think that's all I had. That was at the beginning of the episode, so I was pissed off walking into it, so it did get better. Um, I, I like the fact that, um, they have the shield now, um, and I, I didn't understand why Walker didn't tell the military that he didn't have it 
actually, he's probably just being petty because he was like, fuck them. Um, I'm not surprised that they dishonorably discharged him, but I'm mad they took his benefits. Like, y'all act like y'all don't murder people. And you give the shield to a person who was in the army who has murdered. And I'm not saying that, you know, it wasn't justified, but murder is murder. Like, you go overseas and you kill, and I use that in quote or I shouldn't say that you kill the enemy and I use the enemy in quotes because the enemy to you is who the who your government tells you the enemy is and you have no way of knowing like everybody's a villain to somebody and from your perspective they could be the bad guy but from their perspective you are so you're killing based off what your government is telling you and we're not even gonna go into that damn rabbit hole so you give someone with a military brain a, a job to do like be Captain America and then you're surprised and mad when they kill somebody like what do you think happens when you go to another country and those people you you um you send those people into an area and then those they get someone someone from a family member or a friend or I I mean I get I know that you know when you have a squadron you think of them as family but let's just say one of them die at the hands of your enemy what do you think they're gonna do they're gonna hunt them down and kill them so i it it blew my mind that they're surprised that this happened um i i guess i shouldn't be surprised because this is the government we're talking about and they're fucking trash but for them to take his like you know your dis your dishonorably discharged with no benefits you're gonna take the man benefits didn't he get like three medals of honor so y'all just go dismiss everything he did for the last however many years and now this man gets nothing like I knew he was crazy and I knew that he shouldn't have been Captain America but everything that happened was pretty predictable so that's why the whole thing pissed me off and I want to point out that I know for a fact now that John Walker's wife ain't black because the fact that she let Val just straight up sit in between her and her husband while they're having a heart to heart after he just got dishonorably discharged with no benefits. Like me, I'm talking and this heifer comes out of nowhere and just interrupts. That would I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Can't you see we busy right now? And I'm gonna need you to introduce yourself and calling you Valerie ain't good enough. I'm gonna need you to give me some answers. Like for her to just sit there and let the girl sit in between them and start talking to her husband leaning in her hand on and then she says who are you see no she'd have caught she'd have caught hands immediately when she tried to sit in between us i'd have been like who the fuck are you and why are you here can't you see we in the middle of something and if you can't see it let me tell you like ugh, she trash and she is not black i don't care i said it boom um, the other thing that I absolutely love was <laughs> Bucky flirting with Sarah and Sarah flirting back. And, <laughs> and it's funny because we've never seen him flirt with anybody before. Like he is always brooding and scary. And for him to immediately lock eyes with Sarah and smile and like introduce himself, like he was legit flirting. And granted, it could just have been to piss Sam off. But there was some there was some feels through him and thrown back around and I started like dying laughing like this man 
get himself to get his mind right in Wakanda and now he got a type that's why he <laughs> wasn't checking for that Asian chick she ain't his type he would like a dark-skinned black woman thank you and she needs some hips all right <laughs> that was that scene was so funny I watched it like twice I mean it might have been three times but who's counting it was really funny um and um Sam saying don't flirt with my sister I was like please do y'all y'all didn't put that in my head now so I'm gonna need it to happen and you know <laughs> Bucky's sperm is dust so now he ha he can have two adopted kids and he can be a part of Sam's family win-win bam the Falcon and Winter Soldier can be brothers I I'm here for it I love it I know there's a whole uh faction of shippers that ship Bucky and Sam together I mean I'm not saying I would be disgusted or mad like that's I mean I think representation matters and the lame ass gay relationship they had in Endgame was the stupidest shit I ever said and I'm mad they brought that up and like advertised it like it was something it was so minute and stupid and it wasn't even a main character it was just some extra so that we didn't even don't nobody even remember their name so I mean I'm all about the Marvel representation of the the L LGBTQ community so I'm not opposed to it and I wouldn't be mad but I I've never seen anything like they seem like they fight like siblings like brothers they like their banter doesn't come across as like bickering flirtation so I mean so unless they give me something to ship because you know I was all about the um buck and eddie ship i was on that train and i still am and i'm fingers crossed that you know we get that because i'm i'm for it i see that relationship sometimes when you look at each other look a little more than strictly platonic platonic but i don't feel that way about bucky and sam so i guess we'll see um the other thing i did i like i maybe I'll get more clarification when you go over it but I got the impression that the Wakandans are taking Zemo and locking him away in the prison like I just for the life of me like I know this is an apocalyptic world but how is you how are you locking someone away feeding them giving them three meals a day punishment it just seems like when they be doing that in the zombie apocalypse, I'm like, y'all should have just killed it. We ain't got we ain't got resources to be just keeping somebody alive, and they ain't even contributing. So I don't know. I don't think that that's really what would happen. But you know, if that's what they want to play, and I know this is on Disney, and they're making it like PG-13, so whatever. But I don't buy that for a second. They gonna kill him. Um, and the other thing was when he had that one more favor uh, i'm talking about bucky for the wakandans like i know for a fact like i can feel it in my deep down in my soul that there was a suit a captain america suit in that suitcase that wakandan badass fingerprint only suitcase um and that's probably what we're gonna see but i don't know i i feel like they try to throw us off the trail with the Isaiah was like um you know everything he was saying to Sam was true you know um they would never let 
um, Captain America be a black man. And no self-respecting black man would be um, Captain America. But I, like, and I get Bucky saying, you know, we didn't know what we were asking. But I felt like Captain America, the original Sam, or Sam, Steve Rogers, I always assumed he gave Falcon the Captain America mantle like he passed it on specifically because he wasn't a blonde haired blue eyed white man like I thought that's what he was doing so to me I I guess we're supposed to believe this that Steve didn't understand what he was trying to what he was putting what position he was putting Sam in when he gave him the, the shield but I thought he did um and <laughs> the other line that like got me was when um Isaiah was like it, he was like Sam was like don't give me that bitter old man mess and he was like if you ain't bitter you ain't been paying attention and I was like praise put this dumbass fool in his place because sometimes in this show in the last five episodes I swear I be I, I I felt like Sam forgot he was black like he would say things like do you know who I am oh I got this I know people Negro you still black in America and if that situation with you fighting with Bucky didn't show you exactly who you are not, I don't know what will. Like, all it takes is for someone to not recognize that you're a, you're a freaking Avenger and they're going to kill you. You know, you're still a black man in America. I don't care who you know and how much money you got. Like, that's just life. And so cele- rich celebrities go through that shit all the time. <laughs> Being black. And being rich doesn't exclude you from the shenanigans. So um, I'm glad that they did talk about that. It's honestly something I didn't think they were ever going to bring up. So I'm glad it's a thing now. I don't know what Carly's planning. That Asian dude, the fine as fuck one, seems to not want to do whatever Carly's planning. So it's probably bad. Um I do agree with Zemo, though. She has been radicalized, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to end it here because I think I've been droning on long enough. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi, out. That was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. I can call you that other name. Mm -hmm. That other name. Uh, So some pinpoint uh, thoughts on her feedback I agree about the fight it was very annoying but it was annoying for me on different reasons if they had built the character the way they should have built the character showing that he was a competent person then this fight should not or should have gone the way it should have if that makes kind of sense basically if they were even going to have this fight then walker should have been set up as someone if given the serum would be an equal to bucky like he at least has a skill set combat skills it's mentioned but let's just face facts we never saw it so of course when you have a fight like this it doesn't feel authentic because you don't have anything built up for the character like no Bucky and Sam should have a hard time going up against someone with a super serum who also has some good competitive skills like that's a that's an okay fight 
that's my whole issue was that they made walker too weak to try to make sure you hated him and that was just a mistake for me anyway on the writer's fault and i agree they shouldn't have took his benefits though but he also i thought could have been in jail for murder but these people also were slightly quote-unquote terrorists and he was in the middle of a chase that ended rather not so honorably so i can throw out mitigating circumstances for that however i think he also just wanted to hear himself speak or at least be given a chance to speak and they didn't give him that and rather again i don't like walker after this but i think if you are going to your own court map marshal rather you feel you're wrong right or whatever you should at least be given your chance to speak they give it to other fucking people in the judicial system this is also military too so uh that could be a whole different kind of um <laughs> actually that would make a lot more sense that they wouldn't allow you to speak if it's military um i'm sorry i have to disagree on this one i wish i had saw sarah flirting back with bucky that would have made my day but i did not see it whatsoever <laughs> i saw him flirting and she was just like hey white boy <laughs> kind of like don't even know what to do with this like this is my brother's friend like you know she gotta know who he is i did not see any type of and he could have been doing it just to piss sam off but he could have just been like hey girl i see you Mm-hmm. and he was definitely checking out that asian chick talking about he only liked brown again i would love to claim that but i can't pretend my eyes did not watch him check out that girl that really was a girl <laughs> but he is only a man and he definitely was trying to get some of that so as long as he's in the brown uh black pool i don't care he just can't go home with a barbie doll we will not accept this uh and then i'm also ship whomever you want to ship with um but i definitely agree i don't i only see a brother type of affection they're almost annoyingly brothers it's not even cute and i think that is a thing i think i've mentioned this before that i will say in american television two men having a close relationship nine times out of ten people see sexually <laughs> a lot of people see sexually i mean i even saw the other day a ship about baron zemo and freaking bucky and i'm like what So people will sometimes just like two people together and decide to make up do you whatever but um i definitely don't see any sparks there that aren't a really strong friendship and those friendships don't always need to turn sexual i don't think it's going that way at this point i think enough characters have just came out and said that their character is one way or another especially if it has such interest now this does the the studio like to fan bait of course of course why not it markets it gets people coming to your show and it really doesn't ha- uh, hurt anything until you do introduce a love interest that's when it can get a little weird <laughs> so 
always say, do you, but don't, don't, um, delusion yourself in the process. There's actually a ship I remember back then, uh, of him and Shuri, actually. Um, I remember thinking that would be a lovely idea if it didn't, if it wasn't apparent that Shuri was so young. It felt as if she was younger, um, like she was 19, 20, 21 at the most. And that just felt awfully young for me. So now that there's been some years, hey, we'd be down with White Wolf coming back to marry a Wakandan princess. Be 100% down with that. Hell, Ayo can come in and get that. Anyhow, um, back to your feedback. Um, I, I don't have much to say about what Steve thought. Uh, I didn't watch it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so, um, I do wonder though, you know, how contextualized those scenes are. I would say on an air of just knowing the character, the briefly, I know the character. I would say he gave the shield to Sam because he saw a good person in him more than he saw race because that feels more authentically Steve Rogers than woke Steve Rogers in 2021 being like I know how this is gonna affect the whole black community and you yourself like that feels not to me authentic and once again I think that giving the shield to him was fine but him being like i want you to be the next captain america well you don't get to make that decision (laughs) if you're gonna retire you're gonna retire i can use this and become someone else i don't need to be captain america um or i could be my own version of captain america right whatever i don't know it's still something about that that doesn't um that doesn't feel completely and i guess maybe what it boils down to is i would have to just watch that movie and see what the relationship was so i would say when bucky said i don't think he knew i believe that i i genuinely believe he did not really truly deeply think about it that much other than i want to retire this and i think that you would be the best person i he can't because some of these stories you can't know unless you really know and maybe those two years of sam though he got to know he took him down south he learned everything but these are all things we're inferring versus and, and i would love to hear what chris evans has to say on it because i do know sometimes we can um usher in because this is such a good because steve is it's one of us we all love steve rogers right but I don't want to give him credit that he don't deserve <laughs> and that's where I'm, I'm I'm at I guess that would sum it up um oh I had to read this note because I know what it said um being black and recognized would cause outrage I will have to say that much like while yes he still needs to act like he is a black man and he will still get treated like a black man it's not as if he isn't uh an avenger so much so he can go in other fucking countries (laughs) and then people can find him so it's not as if he can he 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 got some some glow on him he said it's not you know free black people who are rich feel the same way yeah but they also get to go tell the story and people 
you know might lose their jobs because they got the attorney money to pay for all that shit i mean it's just not as uh, you know green is the color too it's the color that sometimes trumps them all maybe not in every circle but definitely <laughs> enough to get on tmz wants to take it from there and it's a public opinion shit you can uh can um definitely do a lot more than say if you were uh assalamu alaikum on 23rd and east 9th i just made that up i have no idea but you get the point of what i'm trying to say and that's all i have to say on your feedback i will remember to call you me me since clearly you missing it freaking just needy ass heifers i got let's hear what queen shy has to say hey christina it's me shy i am here to give my thoughts and feelings for the falcon and the winter soldier episode five um i meant to do this a little bit earlier than now but life happened and next thing you know it's friday afternoon or no actually it's friday evening and i still have not done it but I definitely want to do it before I went ahead and watched the finale of this season to give my thoughts and feelings on episode 5. Um, I'm sure I'm going to forget some details since it's been a minute since I watched the episode. But the, the things that are important to me definitely still stands out and I still remember. So... Um, think I'll be good on at least those things so the more detailed stuff I might not mention which would probably be for the best since I'm sure this feedback would be hella long if I did that um I will say that because my oldest son is watching this too so we sit down and talk about um at least the last two episodes we had set uh, sat down and talk about the things that occurred in them um because they really stood out and resonated with both of us um and so yeah so we would have these little think tank conversations and um no different like i said from this one as well especially with the conversation between sam and isaiah and then the conversation um with bucky and um sam and the whole situation with John Walker and that whole you know him being other than honorably discharged from the military and of course you know that resonates with me in that aspect so there's just a whole bunch of things that really um stood out to me and really um gave me a lot of food for thought and really uh I can identify with um in a lot of ways so really got me thinking and my son thinking and uh us both talking (laughs) um so i will talk about the sam and isaiah conversation first um this one stood out to me for obvious reasons i'm sure a lot of people as well um but you know we get we we hear sam i'm sorry we hear isaiah tell his story so i'm glad that they um i had a feeling they would but i'm just glad that um, they actually did it, um, follow back on, on Isaiah so we can hear more of his story, where his anger came from, his experiences, 
all the you know shitty things they did to him them experimenting which is not surprising the fact that you know he basically did the same thing that steve did but he was punished for it versus steve was touted a hero um for his troubles um and so yes and we see and from that vantage point you know the difference between being a white super soldier and a black super soldier and how that those same actions um have different consequences and why of course understandably isaiah would be bitter and have the views that he does um in regards to the shield and every you know and all that stuff the the title of captain america um and so yeah i totally get where he's coming from and what he said and it makes sense from his point of view why he would feel that way um and then when him saying you know no self-respecting black man would ever you know pick up that shield or you know wield the shield i understand why he felt that way as well um However, like I was telling my son, <clears throat> the thing is, you know, the thing is with having that attitude is that, let's be honest, let's be real here. The, the world, white people, white folks, however you want to call them, will never, dang it, I hate it when people call what I'm trying to record because it just distracts me and all that good stuff, but um our history what history has shown us is that progress for black people equality when it comes to social justice equality doesn't come most of the time not all the time but most of the time it comes from us standing up and taking it you know you know demanding it taking it protesting whatever pushing um it doesn't come from us sitting back and waiting for white people to become ready and you know we keep asking hey are you ready now how about now how about now we'll be waiting for damn ever if we waited on white people to be ready for us to do anything us black folks and so unfortunately talking and just saying hey you know it's our turn that doesn't work a lot of the times and so we have to demand we have to push we have to put ourselves out there we have to you know get in people's face not like you know you know like you know violent way but you know get in the face of people and say hey you know whatever and so i say the same thing in regards to the shield you know, if we waited around for people, white people, to be ready to see a black Captain America, again, we'll be waiting all day. And so the fact of the matter is, Sam just has to get the shield and just be Captain America because the world is just not going to just say, okay, so just do it. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> to be honest. Steve gave you the shield for a reason and that's the other thing my um, son was talking about because I don't I'm not in the fandom like that I don't know you know what is going on I've definitely the only fandom that I was really 
you know, a part of for a minute was the flash. And I've really taken a step back from all that nonsense because it's just too, too juvenile for my taste. But he was telling me how after Endgame, when Sam gave Sam, oh, oh my gosh, Steve gave Sam the shield that there was this uproar and everyone, why is it Bucky? And of course, you know, I wasn't as familiar with Sam, but I mean, I didn't think any kind of way about it. I just didn't know Sam like that other than him being Steve's sidekick in these other movies. Um, and so that's why I said in my other feedback how, you know, I love that we that have this series because we really got to understand Sam, understand Bucky, understand Steve's decision on why he did what he did. And so that was the beauty, one of the beauties of this, um, of this series is that. And so we see how, why Sam was chosen versus Bucky, even though Steve knew Bucky longer he knew that Sam was the Captain America for the times. But just like Bucky said, the one thing they really couldn't understand um, is what it was, what it meant to give him the shield, you know, for uh, Sam as a black man to have the shield. I mean, they really didn't understand that. Or maybe Steve did. I don't I, I don't think he did. The full ramifications of it. Not, I mean, he understood that it would be different, but what it really truly meant and so i mean he just saw um, sam's character and felt like he was the man for the job versus bucky who's you know he's i mean look at i mean come on now we see bucky fighting these demons making atonements you know having you know having these nightmares he's just not he needs to work on himself he has so much you know things to work on before he can take on some type of mantle and be um that's just not his that's not his time I mean, maybe at some other time he'll be ready when sam's you know finished and he can give it to bucky maybe that's how it's gonna work but it's definitely not bucky's time and so and steve understood that and bucky understands that that's why there's no ill will towards sam about it and he's like the only ill will was you know him being upset that he didn't um take up the shield and all that and he put it in the museum or whatever and of course that leads us to the john walker situation and the military i mean unfortunately that's the one thing i will say about the military is you screw up like that you're done i mean you i don't it, i don't that what have you done for me lately really does apply a lot of times in the military because you know especially when you do something that makes them look bad or in this case an international incident your career is over they're just considered done i don't care how many medal honors purple hearts you got you do something on that scale um yeah that's not i mean they, like the guy said they're lucky he's lucky he's not in jail or in the brig um for that so no you're there's no re coming back from that um because it's a pr nightmare and it's the image thing so i'll bet you all the money in the world if he'd done that if john had done that but it wasn't with the world watching then yeah everything would have been fine they would have swept that under the rug no problem you know don't slap on the wrist don't do that again 
Um, but that's not what happened. So, of course, they got to make an example of him. And what John, I, I really related to what John was saying, though, you know, you, you this is how you made me. You trained me the mandates, you know, the orders, you know, the missions that we've gone on throughout my life, you know, that, of course, in this, that cost the lives of my brothers and sisters in arms you know the sacrifices that I made you know all of that stuff and at the end of the day you make one bad choice I mean this was a horrific choice but I'm just but just in that aspect of and then you you turn your back on me so and unfortunately it happens at a much lesser scale um all the time so that's why you know the military is very it's very it can be very stressful in regards to you always feel like you gotta be on your game doing the right thing can't make mistakes um because that one mistake can cost you everything and all everything you worked hard for so yeah um i related to that um very interested in this uh val aka elaine from sidefield um where her story is i mean i knew that this wasn't going to be the end of john's story the dude is just too far gone he's too much of a hot commodity right now with that serum in his veins so someone's going to snatch him up and and uh do something with him and so that's the other thing about um when you turn your back on someone that can that others would see as valuable you know I mean, he can go to the highest bidder and, you know, be a mercenary, sell his services and um, be a value to somebody. He's going to be a value to somebody. And so we see that they've already they didn't even wait till they left the building before they snatched them up, whoever she is. Um, then we got Sharon in that whole you know, is she or is she not the power broker? I'm on the fence about it still. Uh, pardon me. Um, believes that either either I don't know if she's a power broker or she's working with someone who works with the power broker or she works for the power broker if that makes sense so but you know that whole you know sending that dude to Carly um, I don't know if that was setting her up setting them both up it's hard to say what her angle is because I hate to think that Peggy's niece is you know has gone rogue um that would be sad um because she was definitely a really good agent and felt like she had a good heart and a good um and was a good person um so for but then again you know they turned their back on her and she was exiled from the country so that does things to a person but we'll see we'll see how she ends up turning out what else well, we see at the end, um, Carly and her plan uh, is starting to um, take shape. They're in New York. Uh, we saw Sam get the his package that we know has a suit in it. Of course, they wouldn't show us. They got to reveal that in the finale. I should have known, but um, that was funny. Oh, I will say that Bucky and his jungle fever, he know he loves him some some dark chocolate goodness <laughs> so uh, i'm very curious 
if they're going to ever show him with anybody and what that's going to look like. If it's actually going to be a black woman or somebody else. But I'm going to call foul if it's not a black girl. Someone, you know, a black girl. Because that boy know he's, uh, he's into that. You could... <laughs> Anyway, so I just thought I'd add that little tidbit in there. Um, that's all I got. I've been um, I've been talking for a minute now, so I will leave it at that. I know I'm missing some things, but unfortunately, the episode is not fresh in my mind, and those are the things that stood out. So, oh yeah, the John and talking to his uh, to, to Lamar's parents. Now again. We see that, you know, a part of him still has that ego to where he can't admit that the person that he took down wasn't really the person that killed Lamar. So he still have that need to feel admired and to feel, you know, have people admire him and look to him and all that stuff. And so even with Lamar's parents, um, he's being that way. That pride, that ego won't allow him to admit that he really didn't kill uh, Lamar's killer. And that was, he just snapped on the on the wrong person. So that's, I think that's it. I need to add that part in there. So until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Chai. That was shy with her thoughts on the episode. So a few notes. I knew that was Ju- Julia Louise Dreyfus that came on. I was like, where do I know her from? I couldn't remember her name, but I thought she was hysterical. That's why I wasn't so annoyed by that scene. Because <laughs> she looked like she had like more than a few. She came in with some blank card. Like, pick up the phone when you call me. Like, you know what the best thing you did? Besides marry your wife? This this spit fire over here. It looks like she want to slap me in the face. Um, maybe you would have went hood in the capital, but girl, come on. You know she got too far in life to be acting ratchet. So I don't know if I'm ready to take her black card away because she know how to act in front of them white folks. Okay, <laughs> it's it's basically like the vice president. You know. Kamala, she can't be up there acting hood. Obama didn't go in the the White House acting hood, okay? It's a time and a place. Um, Outside where all the people... No, that's not the place. It's not the place. It's not. Even if you really want to go there. But I thought her face definitely was like, who the fuck is this bitch? Um, I completely missed... I thought she called a Nigerian. (laughs) Sharon. So that explains that. I, I I will not lie. I was so tuned out on this side of the story. Because they always usually go boring this way. Because they go predictively this way. And then in the end, it's going to be like, but I was just trying to do something right. And then she's going to die. This, this is... <laughs> I see where this is going a mile a minute. And I just... I, I want to be more invested, but I'm just not and her being the power broker that didn't even cross my mind that was not even on something that was thinking about didn't know that needed to be solved (laughs) as something we needed to know it was like mentioned only in Magipore so I just figured it was a Magipore thing but if she is I again would have no context to care or know anything about that other than that makes sense 
I mean, the girl got satellites and stuff. And, um, I will say, I don't think it was admiration he was trying to get in that moment. At least how I read the scene. Because in trauma, sometimes when you can't face, you know, the most terrible thing you've done, which is already something he's been struggling with. And we are talking about John Walker in case, uh, (laughs) that's missed. Um, but sometimes your memories can get askewed of what the events are and then you keep telling yourself enough time and then that becomes your truth and I thought that was uh, tying into the episode title of this episode Um, the one of the very very few things that were uh, like the Isaiah story rather poignant Um, but yeah I didn't think that I mean he really wanted to and he believes in his mind he avenged his friend's death I mean he didn't kill the guy because he really really just wanted to get his rocks off you know um he saw his friend get murdered and at that point like I said either everyone became the enemy at that point or he really just grabbed the first person he could get and that became in his mind the person and justified why he killed him the way he did that's better an explanation than the the very unhinged rage that came over him and made him do something so dishonorable that it's against everything that he's ever believed in so i didn't think that was arrogance at all uh reading from him uh i will say where all those people be up that's why i don't get into fandoms i just don't um very rare like the expanse is a pretty you know if you read the books you go in that section in your home we all know what we signed the fuck up for there's no there's not it's not even a story in which you would have certain things (laughs) that's the only fandom i've i've found that isn't ridiculously just toxic or and and the thing that i've come to learn is it's because those more prominent voices are though usually the most obnoxious one on any platform that's run in their mouth i mean the intelligent folks we we're not that prevalent <laughs> there's people who want to have fun with it there's some people that take it to a whole nother level but the things about race i mean that's just an opening right anytime you throw anything in, in that way that you already know you're going to have that group of people always got something to say no ma- I mean, it doesn't matter i mean it could be a, a crayon that's a color black and and freaking moved over from the crayon that was yellow well why couldn't we have the red crayon or the pale crayon? i don't know people will find a way the thing is people gotta stop giving those fucking people voices by repeating their nonsense you know it's like what we all know that you're gonna say it we all we all know you hate black people we get it we get it you you just can't stand people of color and then all the justification and the reasons that they give it's just because they don't want to face their own truth i'm a racist uh, but you're not gonna you're not gonna change their mind not gonna change their opinion and you already know what's gonna come and you know that nobody's gonna be saying well why does tony stark got a got her kid that's gonna be next iron man when technically in the fucking comics it's a black girl where's those those uh people that are so comic i mean and if you throw it in their face they'll try to give you all the million excuses so it's like why waste my energy and time on these asinine children that continue to say the same old shit day after day night 
because most of them truly ain't got nothing to do i don't even have time to get on platforms anymore unless it's this show (laughs) Uh, i just i don't i don't have that energy to deal with people especially when they're not trying to have a good time like me i come to watch tv to have a good time if i want to sometimes you open to debates and stuff and if it's in the context of the show great but whose color is what after I, I don't i don't got no time to talk to you about that i don't even like if you even come across my page i live in utopias i told y'all this i don't know those people they don't come across my tags very often because i i put even a close even if a i smell bleach i'm blocking you you might be connected to someone who's under that connection that might be bleach but i got a whiff because you blogged something on your page guess what you're blocked i don't know you uh, and then lastly you know you're right about what you were saying about isaiah and stepping up and being like ain't nobody gonna give you shit i mean that's kind of the world period <laughs> but definitely if you're a black person in america ain't gonna give you shit there's no reparations coming guys there, there there's nobody gonna do all of those struggles we've done but also recall all of those struggles we ain't done by ourselves that's another huge one some people's like oh we you know we get on our soapboxes we need to do just a little bit better and we certainly need to stop acting like we do it all by ourselves some of some some people out there in the world doing more than we even doing and um i think it comes with like you're saying everyone's stepping up being able to step up and being educated stepping up not ignorantly stepping up because that don't help us at all <laughs> if you can if you don't know what you're talking about let someone else in our crowd stand for us okay we ain't all got to be in the front row some of us just need to to, <laughs> to show up and support <laughs> don't say shit just clap your hands clap 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 your hands okay i'm done <laughs> my black folks and my brown folks and my native americans and my woke white folks i just can't stand the colonials because we're all people and we're all fucking hysterical but right now black people are really trying to push and that's why we have these conversations right now because we are pushing we're pushing 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 for our lives to matter so if we were to do what isaiah says then we would not get absolutely nowhere so don't be the bitter old man bitter old black man don't be uh pessimistic because shit seems rough we're getting better day by day <laughs> slowly but surely if you want to send feedback blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace harry's black on magic <laughs>